0: This is in the air to right field, back it goes, Nando has done it again! Fernando Tatis Jr., a grand slam! Myers drives one out towards deep left center field, back goes Heinemann at the wall, it's gone! Another grand slam for the Padres! Machano, the a the deep left man. What is going on, Friar Faithful? Dominic DeRosa here with another episode of the Grand and Padres. Recent rumors have been reported that the Padres are interested in the free agent market when it comes to starting pitching. Is it finally time that the Padres have woken up and realized starting pitching, 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 pitching is key to a long season? That comes with many ups and downs. We've talked about this on many shows before in which the Padres right now are rumored. Let's hope for the best are rumored to be interested in either Cole Hamels or Michael Waka. Cole Hamels hasn't truly pitched since 2020. However, really hasn't pitched a full season since 2019. And when it comes to Michael Waka. He's been a longtime St. Louis Cardinal, came off a big year with the Boston Red Sox. So could something finally happen here where the Padres get a six-man rotation going into this upcoming season of 2023? Uh, It's very important that the Padres do this because as much as we talk about it, Friar Faithful, the Padres need starting pitching in every which way. They cannot linger and hope that this is going to turn out to be great. And this is no shot At Seth Lugo, this is no shot at Nick Martinez at this time. Listen, for the Padres, they need a pitcher that can go out there and log innings and just get outs. It's very important the Padres have succeeded with a 6-7 to man rotation this past year in 2022 until they couldn't know more when it came to the playoffs. Best of 7 against the Philadelphia Phillies in the NLCS. For the Padres... They have enough offense. They have enough of that. They have enough bullpen. They got enough of the whole entire closing situation right now and for the future. But starting pitching, it's very questionable. However, luckily enough for the future, I went over you Darvish and how his loyalty, let alone his contract, helps this organization in so many ways. You guys can listen to that episode. It's audio only. Link will be in the description with the anchor uh, that link that you can listen to any single episode you want. And please, if you haven't already, fire Faithful, not sure on why, give this channel a subscribe, like, and comment your thoughts in every which way when it comes to the San Diego Padres. Can't thank you guys enough. We're trying to reach to 100 subscribers. We're going to reach a goal here. 100 subscribers before opening day. Spring trading is very close. So we're going to try and get there. Very close as well to the deadline. Uh, Can't thank you all enough for the support, but you can listen in the link down below and watch any YouTube videos that get uploaded here. So make sure you subscribe for the latest Padres content. Now we're going to get into it exactly. We're going to start off with Cole Hamels. We don't know which Padre the, uh, which player the Padres are interested in, right? Rumor has it right now that it's probably leaning more towards Michael Waka, because he's also pitched a little bit more relatively closer uh, this past 2022 compared to Cole Hamels who hasn't pitched a full season since 2019. You can see the stat right down there below. Uh, but for it, you never know. Cole Hamels could be way cheaper and he's a lefty. So we're going to get into him first before approaching Michael Waka and his presence that he could bring to this organization. For Cole Hamels, hasn't pitched a full season since 2019. 2020, he barely played over three innings with the Atlanta Braves and got hurt. Uh, Shoulder issues have been a big issue for him. And that really sidelined him ever since. So he went to the Dodgers in 2021, to which he played a simulated inning in practice. uh, Was supposed to go two innings, two simulated innings. Went one. Trainers met up with him right then and there. He said something was up and he was shut down for the rest of it. Had to be called up, I believe, September for the Dodgers. And it just didn't pan out. So we thought that was the end of Cole Hamels. There were reports then that the Padres were interested in Cole Hamels at the time. Uh, Cole Hamels is, of course, a San Diego native if you have not known that. Uh, So there is that. I mean, let's hope he brings a good presence as well if he comes to the ball club let alone just being a homegrown kind of kid. Uh, For it, Cole Hamels is a lefty, which would be beneficial to the Padres. So there is that. Now, he is a four-time All-Star. We are having to go back a little bit for this discussion. A World Series MVP, a 2008 World Series winner, and an NLCS MVP as well. Cole Hamels, of course, has had much success with the Philadelphia Phillies. He was teammates with U Darvish in Texas for a little bit into which Cole Hamels was just that guy. I mean, he was obviously one of the best pitchers in the league just 10 or so years back. It uh, doesn't feel that long ago. Maybe it isn't that long ago to you guys. Uh, certainly is not to me. Uh, unfortunately, with the nickname Hollywood, maybe that doesn't come well to this Padres ball club, but at the same time, uh, could this be beneficial? Yes, but of course you're taking a risk. Uh, biggest issue here, Friar Faithful, Cole Hamels has not stayed healthy. Shoulder issues are big, uh, into which Cole Hamels has just not been the same pitcher after that. And we're going to dissect Cole Hamels's kind of pitches and his starts and everything like that. Um, For Cole, he just hasn't really been that same guy since like 2016. In fact, that was the last time he was an all-star when it came to Texas. So Cole Hamels just hasn't been the same, but... Look, for right now, we're not asking for much. The Padres just need to get an arm or two to really solidify depth and depth. I mean, that's really it. In case injuries happen, or if you want to give a starter a break here and there, you're going to want to be able to have other guys go in there, get your five to six innings pitched, and not tax the bullpen, not tax your five starters every fifth day, because that's going to destroy this Padres' chances come the postseason, and all it takes is one injury. You cannot guarantee that Joe Musgrove, you Darvish, or Blake Snell especially, no offense Snell, uh, stay healthy all season long, and then dominate in the postseason, because they're going to log a lot of innings, uh, to which it's basically MLB The Show injuries off. Am I right? So, Darvish, yes, he's coming off back-to-back 30 start seasons for the Padres, but... You don't know if that's going to happen. Blake Snell has had some issues as well with injuries to where he might get sidelined and started too. and then what do the Padres do? Joe Musgrove, if he becomes the ace sooner rather than later, or just goes a lot of innings, you're going to want to give a guy like Joe Musgrove a start or a day off uh, for just beneficial reasons going into it. Durability. So, We're going to go with it right now. Cole Hamels is a lefty. Before I get into his pitch mix, I want to advise to you, Friar Faithful, right now what the Padres situation is looking like with pitching lefty only. Uh, When it comes down to it, this is potential starting pitching as well as starting pitching. The primary starting pitcher that's a lefty for the Padres right now is Blake Snell. That's it. Otherwise than that, if you want to sneak on in there, you got Adrian Morahone, potentially a starter, but with his injuries and he's most likely a bullpen piece. You got Jay Groom is 24 and a half years old. We don't know if he's even ready for the big leagues just yet. You got guys like Ryan Weathers as well. Ryan Weathers unfortunately fell off and struggled in the minor leagues. That did not help one bit. So, (laughs) There's not many options now for non-roster invites. We just recently got the rosters out from the Padres themselves, a lot of righties, but you have Aaron Leisher here as well as Daniel Camarena, but he's a reliever who hits grand slams off Max Scherzer. Uh, As much as that is great, it's a reliever. So that's already out of the picture right there. Uh, Otherwise than that, you got a lot of righties trying to prove themselves in that rotation to maybe make it seven. 6-7 uh, to seven without a Cole Hamels or without a Michael Waka, right? So something could be done, but I think it's important to get a lefty here. I, I truly do. Uh, understanding Hamels and his injuries, it's a big concern. Maybe Ruben Niebla can work on some things with him and it can help kind of just keep the consistency, have him go out there every time the Padres need him to. We're not asking for much. Remember that, Fire Faithful. Right now, at this time, the Padres just need some answers. Spring training is going to definitely benefit in a lot of those answers because I think guys like Julio Tehran or even Anderson Espinosa, if healthy, and that's a big if healthy, uh, can really prove themselves and just kind of go out there and pitch uh, for the Padres whenever necessary. Same with Cole Hamels. Same with Cole Hamels. Listen. It's a big risk, but I think it's the cheaper option here. He might come on a vet minimum kind of deal and just say, here, I'll show you what I got. I can prove I can still pitch in the major leagues. Plus, the Padres won't get hurt by the CBT thanks to Darvish's contract. And obviously, you can listen to more of that on the audio I told you guys about before uh, on how that benefits San Diego uh, and their future. We're looking at a Machado extension, uh, potential Jerks and Profar reunion maybe. Who knows? Who knows? But in the end, Cole Hamels might just sign a like a minimum league deal just to prove himself. 720, I believe it is right now, uh, for the major leagues, and just pitch. That's it. San Diego native. You got a contending team. If you stay healthy, great. You're going to be a big asset for this ball club all season long. All season long. So I'm going to go back to 2019 here as well when it comes to Cole Hamels' pitch mix. Uh, He throws a lot of different stuff. He gets you more with the kind of pitches, kind of like Darvish uh, and everything. He doesn't wow you with the fastball, so that is a good thing. Uh, He doesn't rely on speed and velocity. Uh, When it comes to Cole Hamels, he throws a four-seamer in 2019, 35.5% of the time a change-up, which can be very devastating. His good put-away pitch uh, around 21% of the time. The cutter, Nasty. Uh, The curveball went on point. Nasty. And uh, a sinker as well. Relies on some movement. Uh, ground balls. Fly balls. Anything like that. If he has to strike you out, he can. But when it comes down to it, he's mainly trying to just get you out as quickly as possible. And I think that's going to be key. I think the Padres should be looking at either Hamels or Waka here. Because if they can get those outs quicker rather than the whole fancy strikeout. And look at the stats with the K to B ratio. Then you're looking good. Get those quicker outs. Eat some more innings. Things like that. It's the little things, right? You want these pitchers to go pretty deep into games. And then you're not taxing much onto the bullpen either. So that is important to note. I feel like Friar faithful. Uh, Cole Hamels. Devastating movement on his pitches. Obviously has not really been the same. Unfortunately enough. Um. But he does have it. I mean, his cutter is his most used pitch, I would say, as of recently as well. Uh, He is in 2019. This past 2019, right? Felt like yesterday, but it's unfortunately not for Cole Hamels. Uh, He was compared to a 2015 Garrett Cole uh, with similar pitching kind of repertoire. Uh, 2016 Trevor Bauer. 2016 Gio Gonzalez. Not some bad names right there. I mean, Cole Hamels and Trevor Bauer are two big ones in 2016 even, uh, I would say. So, listen, Cole Hamels, he's a lefty. I think the Padres really need a lefty. Uh, I do. Even if it's a one-year deal, I know Cole Hamels is old, but this is important because the Padres could potentially have no more lefties come in the future with Blake Snell being a free agent. Cole Hamels probably wouldn't re-sign after this year, uh, but at the same time, you want to think about now, not the future, just like these contracts for the Padres. Now, not the future, so that's what I'm going to have right there. I really think that Cole Hamels can deliver if everything works out. Of course, it's a big if, Friar Faithful, and I know that. Um, it, it's tough. I mean, he played in barely over three innings in 2020, and that was it. Shoulder issues are no joke, but hopefully. He can go out there and prove himself. These guys work out, especially trying to keep in their bodies in shape. Maybe you Darvish can teach him a couple of things because he likes to keep himself uh, dur- like in his durability really strong. Maybe something can happen. This Padres team, these players are there to help one another, and it would be great to have a San Diego native in Cole Hamels come on over and be that kind of reliable pitcher that... That necessity that the Padres need at this time especially. You really cannot sneeze if I'm AJ Preller. I cannot sneeze at this starting pitching. Even if it was five, the Padres work really well with six or seven in that rotation and uh, it's becoming a more common trend I feel like for other major league teams to start learning on that. So Cole Hamels could he be a Padre? At the end of this video too, please listen to both points but let me know who you would like and why. Whether comes to Cole Hamels or Michael Waka, who I believe we're going to get into right now. So Michael Waka, Michael Waka. Okay, Michael Waka came off a big 2022 season, which was unexpected for the Boston Red Sox. Absolutely big time. 31 years old compared to Cole Hamels, who is, well, 39 years old. Uh, there's a big difference now. Another big difference here is that Michael Waka Throws right-handed, not left-handed. So you would have another right-handed pitcher in there. As long as you get those outs, maybe it doesn't really matter. Uh, however, at the end of the day, it would be nice, like I said, to get a little diversity with the lefty-righty, lefty-righty kind of stuff. But Michael Waka, going back on to him, is a one-time All-Star and an NLCS MVP. Torched the Dodgers back in, I believe, 2013. Um, so that's where he got that. Maybe he can bring some of that yet again in uh, 2023. Let's hope if he is a Padre. Um, and to which Michael Walker had an incredible season despite the Red Sox just being, well, the Red Sox, especially going into now. Uh, Finished 2022 with 11-2 and record, a 3.32 ERA. 127 and a third innings pitched, uh, 111 hits to 104 strikeouts, just 31 walks. So one thing I'll point out is that Michael Waka is incredible with his command. He always has been. Cole Hamels is decent, but at the same time, Waka is much, much better. I feel like with that, uh, a little bit more control on his pitches and uh, all that kind of good stuff and his whip. Uh, it's just a little high at 1.115 doodly hits given up, uh, Michael Waka very, very <laughs> relies very much on contact to get those outs, maybe a little too much compared to like Cole Hamels who used to be a strikeout God, um, for Waka. Look, he's got this stuff, but at the same time, he could also give up this stuff, uh, Waka can give up the home run here and there. And his fastball this past year and his curveball were torched. Uh his curveball much more, but his fastball was he gave up a slugging of 538. And that was the most thrown pitch 643 times. Uh for his curveball, 145 times. So not too bad, but at the same time, not too not too low. Uh, Gave up a slugging of 1.222. That is a slugging, not an OPS. Uh, So that is not a pretty stat right there for Waka. However, 23 games started uh, this past year. Stayed healthy for the most part. Waka was just dominant all around. All around. uh, Relied on a lot of balls in play. In which, it's great. You may say, hey, look at the Padres' defense. That's not a problem. Of course not. However... We gotta rethink. There's no shift going into uh twenty twenty-three, to which it's at least very limited, basically no shift. And also, I don't care how good a defense is, you're gonna wanna have a pitcher that can at least have a pitch, a put away pitch, I think I wanna call it too. Um, to just get some hitters out once in a while. I feel like Waka just relies too much sometimes on that ground ball or fly ball. Percentage into which it's just sometimes it's not going to be uh, the best of the best. In fact, right now I'm going to pull this up. Um, ground ball rate for is at forty six point five percent as a player in the league for a pitcher. It's at forty four point nine, so a little bit higher, but at the same time it is relied on pretty much. Uh, just yeah. The issue I have with Waka is that I feel like when it comes down to it, his expected ERA is just going to skyrocket and to which it's going to be his actual ERA. Uh, I like Waka for his location, right? He's like Cole Hamels. But then again, he's also a righty, which doesn't interest me as much. And I feel like Waka coming off a big season is going to want some more money. Uh, don't really know the exact Eat like estimated amount he's expected to get right now in fact i am actually going to pull that uh up if i can at this time but uh, at the same time when it comes to michael waka i just feel like if the padres can get a better option yes it's a bigger risk you go out there and you just you go with the lefty uh that's my take on that now i know he had a 7 million dollar deal with the Red Sox and Twitch now he's a UFA. Uh not trying I'm actually trying to see uh right now as I speak. Well, I'll have to try and see uh what the estimated amount of salary he's expected to get. I'm trying to get that for you all right now. Uh and to which I just feel like this is going to prove my point even more. Uh Waka is going to put this team at just A much worse situation when it comes to the CBT. Um, There's no expected value right now going into Waka, but you could expect it to be uh, in that eight to nine million range. I feel like coming off a big season and good for him. Good for him. He came off a big year and everything like that. But I just feel like this is not the right move if the Padres are trying to really save money and stay under that two seventy three. Because who knows? what Manny Machado's contract could look like if it does happen. Is it less AAV, more years? Kind of like Darvish. Uh, Is it back-ended, front-loaded? A lot of questions. Does Soto get extended, XYZ? There's a lot to think about. And yes, that is the future. I know, I know. But this is also now for Machado's sake and for the starting pitching's sake. Do you want a guy like Michael Waka or... Understandably so, Cole Hamels' injury history recently. Do you want a lefty in Cole Hamels who actually has potential to strike guys out a little bit? Get those ground balls, fastballs, uh, ground balls, and uh, fly balls uh, into which just Cole Hamels can deliver. If the shoulder is okay, if he feels great, spring training is going to be important for a lot of guys. And if Cole Hamels or Waka come in and try and deliver themselves, maybe... Hamels more than Waka. I don't really think Waka would have to prove himself too much. What could happen? It's a big risk. There's a lot of questions already. There is a lot. But you need to have a good lefty with Dodgers good hitting. And just all around, you got a bunch of good talented lefties into which teams are going to rake. Teams are going to rake against righties. In fact, let me pull up the Dodgers depth chart as I speak right now into which you got Freddie Freeman. That's the first lefty that I could truly think of right there. Uh, you got Max Muncy, right? Uh, you got Gavin Lux. You do have to consider that as well. And now you have David Peralta, the Padre killer. the Padre menace uh, in a way. So maybe Cole Hamels can deliver. We're not, like, like I said, Friar Faithful. We're not asking for much here, okay? But if you had to go a cheaper option and if you wanted to Bring diversity in, you go with Cole Hamels. I understand the risk is so huge to a 39-year-old player who hasn't pitched truly since 2019. But if the Padres want to add arms, let them add arms. And that's going to be one of them. For Michael Waka, it's going to be more expensive, to which I feel like, I hate to say this because he's a major league pitcher. He'll be way better than I ever would be but I feel like it could have been a fluke season this past 2022 and we can really see regression from him and his pitch mix come next year. I just feel like in an NL West, especially against the Dodgers or even maybe the D backs who are pesky, this just isn't going to work. Cole Hamels just has a little more oomph to me with his history and just his pitch repertoire. So Friar Faithful, let me know what you think down below and who you want. You want Cole Hamels in a Padres uniform or do you want Michael Waka in a Padres uniform? I'm going to say this. I will go with Cole Hamels as for right now for the lefty experience. And oh, I will say this. If you guys are wondering, I'm going to translate back to uh, Michael Waka's past year and Cole Hamels' 2019. So Cole Hamels, you can see down below. Last thing I'll say before I end the show. Uh, he pitched 141 and two thirds innings. Divide that by 27 starts, and that average is 5.2 innings pitched. For a guy in Michael Waka, you have him going 127 and one third inning pitched, divided by 23 starts this past year, and that's a 5.5 innings pitch. So not a major. Major difference right there. Uh, I know that's kind of a maybe silly little thing, but hey, you calculate it, that's what you get. So that is, I feel like, important uh, for this Padres team overall Into which expect big things if either guy comes. I just think if you're really worried about the money, you don't want to pay a huge penalty, go with the cheaper option, see if Cole Hamels can work out. If nothing, reassess. There's going to be... Something that can give a trade or just some guy I feel like in spring training is going to pop off for this team. Maybe Ryan Weathers can figure himself out, but you have to go with a lefty here. Don't be so righty dominant. Go into this with some diversity. Last thing I do want to talk about speaking about lefties is that Drew Pomerantz has uh, expected to make an opening day debut or at least be ready. For opening day so uh drew pomeranz could he be fooling us yet again i don't know uh he's due to make eight mil into which he didn't pitch in 2022 uh pomeranz feels like he's ready um but he could be it's been reported now listen he hasn't played more than 40 games since 2019 um with or without Pomeranz, I think the Padres are totally fine. I think Pomeranz is unfortunately past his day. Uh, but for this, the Padres have a loaded, loaded bullpen. I just also wanted to share that out there. So remember, guys, let me know what you think in the comments down below. I'm going to stick with Cole Hamels at this time, understanding the shoulder issue. I just feel like Michael Wacha is going to have a fluke kind of year that just bites him in the you-know-what and bites us in the you-know-what if he comes to the Padres Hamels as long as he stays healthy he will provide that consistency and just eat up some innings that's all we need so let me know what you guys think uh, down in the comments below make sure you like and subscribe to the channel for more Padres content I'll see you all in the next video